Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm here with Sue Gooden uh, from Progressive Health. Hey, Sue, how you doing? Good, how are you? Doing great, great. Pleasure to have you here. Thank Tell you. me a little bit about you and Progressive Health. Well, me, I'm a retired exercise physiologist that has a passion for entrepreneurism. Nice. Ended up in the healthcare sector. Love it. Not yeah. what I was expecting, but here <laughs> I am. Very cool. And and what do you do at Progressive Health? What's what's the company do? Uh, the company does a we are a, we provide solutions for healthcare workers. So I would consider us to be the high-tech, high-touch approach to resilience and well-being for healthcare workers. Great. And so tell me a little bit more about that. So uh, uh, so healthcare workers may need some kind of support along the way. Uh, we've talked a little bit about this uh, prior to the podcast here, but tell me a little bit about what a, a day in the life looks like in that regard. Well, I think I think the big thing is, is that what we've learned over the last eight years in hospitals specifically for um, employee wellness is that the older model of health and wellness, which was more fitness and nutrition, has really doesn't fit today's marketplace um, in the fact that the real emphasis is resilience and encouraging uh, employees to have the tools, the resources available to them every day and like our chaplain said last night it's like you're going to get burned out so you better realize what it takes to stay resilient or have the tools because one day you will have to deal with this yeah so uh so burnout is obviously you know with the uh with the the, the great wide quitting that is happening quiet right. quitting and all this stuff that's going on people are getting burned out right and so how do you help uh, people from getting burned out or, or you know, managing that uh, resilience kind of effect for themselves? Well, I think the big thing has been that our ability to really, well, let, let me step back. When we originally started, we really assessed the population. We had um, our main hospital, which we started eight years ago, has 1,800 employees. So we really assessed the needs of what what were their concerns how did they want us to um, evolve the programs and so that's how it became more resilience based so from that we created a wellness lounge where um in the first six months we were getting 500 employees to this lounge this wow. lounge was a place for them to reset regroup and really give them a boost of energy, maybe possibly for the day. Um, they have mechanical massage chairs. They're hosted by a health coach um, in there so that they're available to ask questions uh, on any baby behavior change. And then we also had aromatherapy and other tools that people could, could use, but it was really a resource for them and a place for them to chill. Yeah, that's really important, um, especially in a hospital environment where it can be so stressful. Uh, I would imagine, and having worked in the healthcare space a little bit myself, I've seen this firsthand, is that, uh, uh, you know, you, you really need to have a program that helps you retain your employees. Um, right. 
So talk to me a little bit about employee retention and, and your right. effect that, that your company has. Well, that's the name of the game. It's retention and engagement. And so um, we, because we do have MindBody and we have an app and we do do a lot of assessments with employees. So one of the things that we created that's more, I think, to the effect of, or another layer of being able to be more engaged Aging is we are we're directed to go to different departments within the hospital. And this is our roaming wellness program, which is an eight week program of really focusing on tools and resources that are available one on one with with employees like we might be in the ER. And so we're on the front line of talking to these employees who are really very stressed out and, and allowing them to have tools and resources available to them and show them that how stressed out they are and with deep breath, meditation, with various tool sets that they have within themselves that allows them to regroup, identify these issues and move forward. That's great. It sounds like a, you create this release valve for all this stress that can build up for, for employees. Um, tell me, and, and I love the eight-week plan because it's not just a one-and-done kind of thing. It starts to build some muscle memory and remind them that they have these resources available to them. Tell me a little bit about going from a company who says, I want to do this, to then implementing it, and then your eight-week program, and then what happens after that. Like, what's that? Uh, what's that journey like? Sure. It's like, it, well, we, we keep diving deeper and deeper. So the lounge was first, then roaming wellness eight weeks, and then we can go back and assess that population and find out how many want like health coaching one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, are there things education-wise that we can focus on? Is it a sleep issue? Is it, you know, more team building on the floors? You know, how can we better support those employees? And one of the things we found is, is that you really, to make a difference in this population, you really have to have a digital platform where they are being tweaked or, or supported every day. And so there's a lot we can do from the human touch. Healthcare workers really don't like a digital platform because they would rather talk to a human, a real mm -hmm. live human. Sure. But in essence, there's a lot of times that we're in, we are going to have to train that staff, that team to be able to go to a digital platform and really support it from a high tech standpoint where we can do the high touch because we can't be there every day for that employee. Yeah. And so what does the digital platform do? It sounds like it may have some kind of like analytics or data approach so that people can score their their how they're feeling. Tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, I think the big thing is it's it's what they call a pulse check where that they actually are tweaked every day or they're they're solicited every day to seeing how they're doing and then various tools and techniques, whether it's deep breathing, relaxation, stretch breaks, things like that that they can do. And so the, the, the ultimate goal is, is for us to work jointly with that digital platform so that if somebody does have an issue, we can address that and support them. Yeah, and early, you kind of tell early on if somebody's burning out so that you can get ahead of that and 
you know, connect with them and surface up who are who the people are who are having challenges. So right. They can, uh, so they don't burn out and they don't churn out as employees. Yeah, the goal the goal is really to get them before they burn out. Right. Yeah, it makes that's sense. not the easiest thing to do. I'm sure. Yeah, and so so as you are migrating people into this digital environment, um, are you looking at uh, data and and levels? oh yeah, what, what are you looking at? Tell me a little bit about. Well, like, well we're definitely at. looking at um, daily intervention. Who who out of that population is actually engaging in this kind of a process? So we're actually. In our, our main hospital, we're going to be doing a, a study where we have different populations getting different services. And one certain nurse populations, we're going to do four departments similar to like ICU, NICU, some of the high, high acuity departments and really identify um, with them and work with them with health coaching um, and really roaming wellness and the digital platform so that we can see the impact. So the goal is to show that that, that group can engage themselves, retain themselves, as opposed to other populations who aren't getting the hands-on stuff too. Yeah. And so what does success look like for, uh, for the hospital or you know, your client when, when you implement these programs? I'm sure they're talking to you about what their North Star is from a, a success standpoint. What are some success metrics that you yeah, look at? I think the big thing is really retaining their employees, number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as our HR person says, it's like, it's really, it's like having that added value that we can produce and direct directly in the organization where like EAP programs, you have to call up, you have to do these things where we're hands-on, where we can really identify and build relationships with people mm-hmm. makes a huge difference. Yeah, I can imagine. And you know, rather than it being like an administrative kind of thing that's in some kind of like employee handbook, it's actually yeah. tactical and it's a resource that they can count on to be able to create that release valve for themselves. Right. And it's a constant look. I mean, we've learned so much over the last eight years, and I'm sure we're going to learn lots more as far as how we can jointly work with a digital platform to really um, make it so effective that we have happy, healthy employees. Yeah. Or happier and healthier. Right. Yeah, that's great. Um, tell me a little bit about the growth of the company. How have you been growing the company and um, what's what? What are you looking at uh, ahead here to grow? Well, I think the big thing is that we've been in an incubator situation. We've been in four hospitals uh, to date. We've learned from each one of those hospitals. We've realized that each hospital is a little different in what they want and their desires and their goals and objectives. And so I think now that we have partnered with a digital platform, that we can really grow and take it out of our marketplace and do it on a national basis. So that's that's really our intent. Very exciting. That sounds great. Tell me a little bit about the origin story of the company. People love hearing origin stories of, oh. you know, hey, I, I got an idea to then going from zero to one and going to market and building a staff. How'd you, how'd you come up with the idea? And, uh, and what's the origin story? Well, I guess because I was part of the employee wellness program at the hospital years ago, 
And so, but I think in that instance, that was the older format of wellness. And um, being an exercise physiologist, I really felt like exercise was the, the big thing. And evolving over the years um, of seeing what worked and what didn't and meeting different people and looking at other hospitals throughout the country, it was really very clear to me for a while, we were actually into more of an integrative medicine approach where we were working with the community. And so, and we can still do that, but I think our real focus now, especially after COVID is we really want to make an impact and disrupt healthcare really disrupt and identify where we can be a resource for healthcare workers and hospitals. Fantastic. I love it. Um, and so uh, how do you stand out from your competition or do you even have competition? Is this a new field? It's very, Andy, it's really interesting because most of the people in the corporate wellness field or in this field of now, now they all want to call it resilience, right? Right. Um, it's been more corporate driven. And so what we found is there's really not a lot of competition in this marketplace. And if there is, it's an individual within an organization, a hospital that feels like it's a um, lunch and learn program, or it's a, um, it's a health club. I mean, it's a, it's a fitness program that, they can do on their own or whatever. Right. And a lot of them still have health clubs in there, which yep. is fine, but that really is not getting to the bottom line. So we feel like we have the experience and I'm sure there might be some competitors out there, but we really haven't seen as much of that as really growing the program the way we're doing it. Yeah. It's so interesting to hear that is that, uh, you know, people have a health club, they've invested all this money to, to build that. I'm sure they get varying degrees of usage within those within those health clubs. But what, what's not taken into effect is the mental health aspect of this. And that that really that release valve that, that you're talking mm -hmm. about, it's this integrative approach. Talk right. to me a little bit about that. Totally. Um, and I and I think what what's really interesting is because we created it based around emotional and mental health, as opposed to the fitness or the physical side of things, we actually got uh, EBS workers, uh, plant ops workers, people that would have never walked into a fitness center and sometimes cost the company more money because of they're not paid as much or their um, education level is not as high as, as some of the more sophisticated like nurses and doctors. But in, in general, I think it's been an, what we learned is like, that's such a nice mix. I mean, everybody feels comfortable walking into that space, um, whether you're the janitor or whether you are the CEO of the hospital, it's, it's like a common place for people to go and communicate and have that experience of talking and communicating with like a health coach and health coaches are really uh, trained in behavior change. So they're sitting there trying to support you, whether it's about your sleep or, you know, you're not getting enough exercise or, or your stress level's too high and really working with them. Sounds fascinating. It's such a great approach and, and the integrative approach to that is, uh, is, is really compelling. Um, who, as you're looking to grow your business, uh, 
are you working exclusively with hospitals or are you working with other organizations? Who's your target market? Our target market is hospitals. Um, that seems to be, or frontline um, healthcare workers, but it, hospitals need a lot of help right now. So and, so, and who in the hospital do you work with? Who's your, your champion? We usually work with the CEO of the hospital. Yeah, that makes sense. Especially the CEO level or any executive level, especially HR, I would imagine is very close to this. Yeah. Is, looking at employee retention, because it's very expensive to lose an employee that has all that domain expertise and knowledge, and then they walk out because they're burned out, and then you got to hire somebody else, train them up, and do all of that. As you're looking at your business, do you do some of that cost analysis to show them that retention actually has a fiscal effect? Um, Of course. Uh, One of the... And initially, we looked at the data set that to to especially with nursing, and that's why our target has been more specifically nursing. Not that we don't appreciate the other populations within the hospital, but nursing, you know, it costs them forty to fifty to sixty thousand dollars to lose a nurse. Right. And so, and then on top of that cost, if they have a lot of traveling nurses, they're getting paid three times the amount as as before. So their labor costs have gone skyrocketed. So if we can retain and and recuperate at least three or four nurses, they've paid for our program. Yeah, I love that. It's it really becomes this uh, tactical kind of exchange where you can show your value very quickly. And what a great benefit for nurses, too. Um, It's a it's it's a great recruiting tool, I would imagine, to recruit talent and and kind of step away from the locum tenens, you know, kind of nurses that are, like you said, very expensive. It's been interesting because we've had nurses that were traveling nurses say, oh, our hospital never did anything like this. Right. So they, but, but it was a good retention tool because they were able to recruit and retain some of those traveling nurses as employees here. So it was good. I love it. I love it. Tell me a little bit about how you use content or how you use social media or your website to get the word out about what you do. Not very well. (laughs) (laughs) We've been in a growth situation. So, you know, we're in a small staff, so we've got limited resources. So, you know, that, that will, that's our goal going forward, but we've really felt like we had to fine tune the, the products and the services. And, and we've really learned um, this, this is a process. This is not an education program. This is something that is incorporated within the culture of the organization. And so it's infiltrated at various different levels, but it's so important that it's part of the culture of the organization. And it takes a while to, to gain that. So now we feel like we've got enough experience to be able to go out and share our experiences and our and our information with others. Love it. Love it. And so if you forecast out a year from now, uh, what would be something that you'd like to be celebrating? I'd like to be in 10, 15, 20 hospitals. Great. Exciting. You got you got a lot of growth ahead of you. It's very exciting. Yep. Yep. Well, Sue, it's been a pleasure talking with you here. Thank you so much. Thank really you, enjoyed Amy. learning about your business. Thank you. Great. Sue Gooden from Progressive Health. Thank you so much. Thank you.
Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io, W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E.io, and schedule a time to meet with us, and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.